Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Greetings. Fucking dry. So dry. He's so dry. Oh, my God. Hello. Hello. It is so nice to be here. (laughs) Hello, fellow Earth humans. If this is your first time listening to the show, I highly recommend you go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com, learn a little bit about us, a little bit about the show, and then you can dive headfirst into this episode. I suggest you listen to episode 117. Wait, we were going to have a game, right, where we try to guess the title, right? We're not one, doing that? One, 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 seven? Can you, yeah, can you give us uh, a couple of the show notes? No, You'd have to give, give us, us the description. Notes. Right, right, right. Uh, this week, Josh is away, so CJ and Brian are running the show. Uh, Cape Talk, we talk about... It's a, Josh is away, the mice will play. Nope. Martin Scorsese is making a Joker origin story without Jared Leto. Well, I wonder about that. Uh, we got a teaser for The Punisher and a live-action Teen Titans series uh, is coming. That was Titans. We, uh, Titans was teased. Josh is away, the nerds will play? Melton's on Melton's? I don't know. Episode 117 is called Inmates Running the Asylum. Let's start with uh, turning our attention to the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. And I'd like to start with the streaming part of this because Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner are doing a Netflix original movie called The Highwaymen, which is two uh, FBI agents that are chasing down uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Not not FBI agents. They're Texas. They're ex, ex I'm sorry, Texas Rangers. They're Texas, Texas yeah. Rangers. Tejas. Tejas Rangers. Here's the thing. You've got just what seems to be the next in a series, a series of buddy cop movies. Uh, however, these two guys are going to take on Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. I mean, fair enough. Woody Harrelson. I'm in. Kevin Costner. A little long in the tooth, I think. Uh, yeah. He could play this role. No. Come on. Uh, Untouchables. The Untouchables was like 1986. Kevin. New. Two... No, it was like 1992. Who? Oh, to the internet, clearly. To the interwebs. 1987. Fuck yeah. 1987. So you're you're saying Kevin Costner can play this Texas Ranger guy 31 years ago. <laughs> yes, because his new... No, 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 no. You can just say, I didn't know the year and I'm very sorry. I think you lost this one. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on <laughs> I, I your soul. I want to hear the bullshit coming out of your mouth. Good, I'd love to hear this. <laughs> no, I just admitted I didn't know the year. I'm not going to try to hide it. Sure. Okay, but now justify it. I said, ooh, you're right. Go ahead. Please, I'm not going to justify anything. I, I, even if I was right in 1993, it would have been like 27 years ago. Like, I, What difference <laughs> does it make how off I was? How far off you were. It doesn't matter how <laughs> off I was. But now I'm going to segue to my next point because I have the floor. Um, Kevin Costner has that 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 show on Paramount, which he's pretty Dude, much the he same did that movie a couple role. years ago where he was a spy with Amber Heard, and it yeah. was just it was just historically bad. Like, listen, Ke- Kevin Costner is at the point of his career where he's only doing stuff he wants to do, and that's fine. And, it, and it's only like, hey, I, I kind of just want to have fun. And he's shoot guns and he's shit. earned like, that fine. right, yeah. if only because Field of Dreams, uh. If only he's he's got a forever pass, right? He's got a forever pass. I look forward to the Waterworld sequel. Oh my god! Does somebody drink their own urine in that movie? We're gonna we're gonna refrain. It, it's it's the first. Yeah, scene it's in like that the movie. first scene where people are drinking urine. piss. Yeah, we can probably avoid that. This movie 
doesn't 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 look good. It doesn't look good. It it does look good. What are you talking about? This looks great. Uh, Great. It looks great. You just said this movie looks great. This movie does look great. Yeah, it does look great. Great. This I don't think I don't think I barely looks like a movie. You're ridiculous. A movie. Who's playing Bonnie and Clyde? That's the thing. We don't fucking know. So while you're doing that, so this film claims to be based on real events, although we're sure there's some uh, moments here where it's a little embellishment. It sort of looks like a a little bit of a dark comedy, and that's who you want. I mean, you want Woody Harrelson for a dark dark comedy. That's that's definitely what you want. You want Woody Harrelson for a dark comedy that isn't Zombieland? Or his role in True Detective? Yeah. Uh, That was not a dark comedy. No, no, no. In any way. But his character was... It's very similar to this. His character got to see Alexandra Daddario's boobs. That was the high point of Woody Harrelson. Ryan, who is playing Bonnie and Clyde? Do you know? Um, I, I found out Bonnie Parker is Emily Brobst. Brobst. Nobody you know. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Two nobodies who, Clyde. again, I mean, that can be a good thing. Um, I mean, I want to. I mean. Is this is this post production? This, this movie? chick is a stunt double in a bunch of yeah, shit. Yeah, she's a stunt double. Great. She's a stunt double. What's the runtime on this masterpiece? That's a great question. What is the runtime? Oh god, I didn't even think about that. Are we post production? Can we? I don't even see a runtime in here. Well, it's coming up March 29th, so I hope they're post production because they got a month to get it out to us. I kind of think they're not quite fucking done with this opus. CJ. Well, neither is Infinity War, right? You know, uh, or not dude, Infinity War. Neither is I Endgame. I don't know. Like, look, I like Woody Harrelson as much as the next guy, but I have not I liked much of fun. what I've seen Kevin Costner in for years. Well, and that's fine. the The high point here is probably Kathy Bates as a semi racist governor. But like <laughs> beyond that, I see very few. Like director John Lee Hancock, writer John Fusco. It's on Netflix. Would it, do you expect anything crazy? The only thing I will He's say, redeemingly, John Fusco, Saving Mr. Banks. John Fusco was a writer on Young Guns and Hidalgo. So, okay, he's got some experience with guys on horses. And also, Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. That's the animated horse. That's right. So it's not a it's not a guy on a horse. It's just a not horse. a real horse. An animated not a real horse. horse. Animated horse. That's it's right. a talking so, horse. I mean, but not a Mister Ed talking horse. I've got yeah. I've got I've got some reservations. Okay, so you've got reservations. So let's turn to the movie that you were like, guys, check out the trailer for Netflix's Motley Crew bio. Yes, the dirt. The dirt. Only Motley Crew would be like, yes, we will totally call a movie the dirt. So it's it's got the kid that was in Punisher. This looks, looks like a, crap. I'll, I'll say this. this you're looks out so of your goddamn mind. This looks so bad. Well, I, I think here's the problem. Uh, we have a we have a real disconnect, and, and there's a couple of reasons why. In the trailer, by the way, the the song that was really featured throughout the trailer was "Kickstart My Heart," and if I'm not mistaken, that was released as part of Doctor Feelgood, which I think was either 1990 or 91, and that's not when Motley Crue like. Girls, Girls, Girls was the record. And before that, you had Theater of Pain. Like, I was a huge Motley Crue fan as I a very young child. As like a, because I had older cousins. I was a huge Motley Crue fan. As a matter of fact, I have pictures of me and my two best friends in 1990, 91, when Dr. Feelgood released holding the cassette jacket. 
and my buddy with a Dr. Feelgood shirt on. Here, here's my problem with this movie. This is based off Motley Crue's own autobiography, right? So it's based off of their own taking of the tale. They're involved with the project. We're not actually going to get the true events of what happened. We're going to dramatize every little bit, and then it's going to be a formulaic music biopic Dude, just to the but numbers. You've got, you've got uh, uh, Ramsey Bolton as Mick Mars. Yeah. That's who that That's is. Who that is. Right. You've got Machine Gun Kelly as Tommy Lee. That's I, okay. He's and, not an actor. And, and you, what? I don't care. He's Machine Gun Kelly. Like, I want to see what he does in this role. Isn't and then, he in Bird Box, too? Like, like I don't know what that he's is. He's in Bird Box. I'm just letting you know he's in Bird Box. I, well, I don't know what that is. Okay. I don't know any any idea. And then That's another the, Netflix movie. Look, the so biggest you know. the biggest name in here, Daniel Weber. Yeah, and Pete uh, Davidson, which we all love Pete Davidson, right? Well, Vince Neil uh was one of the most charismatic characters uh of the late eighties and early nineties. Sure. And it like if you guys I understand if you can't get behind the music of Motley Crue because it you know, it's uh, ten years before your time, fine. But like this was the most edgy shit that was available to me as a six-year-old. Right. I'm just saying, if we were looking at the cast of Bonnie and Clyde, right, the the of that movie, right, saying, oh, we don't know who these other two people are. No, played. I'm not. No, I'm not. This comparing. cast isn't any better. Well, I'm not saying the cast is better. I'm saying the subject matter is better. That's uh, uh, all. all right. Uh, uh, I'm saying Motley Crue's interesting I'm, as fuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna respectfully disagree and uh, say I will not. I, I mean, maybe I'll have to watch this movie for something, but like I am not going out of my way to watch this. Brian, I mean, I like Motley Crue. Motley Crue this looks fine. Yeah. It looks like a standard. That's biopic. the problem. It's just gonna be a. It, it's you're hit the bets. They're going to uh, form a band together. They're going to uh, start recording, and the first time they play their instruments, everyone sitting next to them is going to be blown away. Then they're going to go to record the hit song, which a record producer is not going to be sold on, but then after hearing them, completely agrees that they're going to go forward. They're going to start going on tour. We'll have a montage. They'll get hooked on drugs. We'll have the montage of them getting over the drugs and then come back for one big I understand. I understand your objection with the formulaic story. However, with actors I don't care about. Did you watch? Did you watch Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. Listen, these dudes were performers on a similar level as Freddie Mercury. It was just a different a different time and a different genre and they they brought the stadium scene to clubs. And I know that's a quote from the the fucking trailer. From the trailer. Yeah. It is. But that but was their it, goal. Right. It it was the truth. And like and yeah. they did it in a way that not even Guns N' Roses or Poison or Black Sabbath could possibly do because Vince Neil and Tommy Lee and Mick Mars and Nikki Six were such hyperboles of human beings that they, it's the only way it could have been possibly done. Like they were crazy. Vince Neil not story only killed someone, but he became a race car driver. Like, right. I, I, Tommy I, Lee famously had sex on a boat with Pamela Anderson. Listen, this has what everyone loves, sex, drugs, rock and roll. That's awesome. right. So I mean, what's like, your problem? Because it's not going to be interesting. Oh. CJ doesn't like fun. It's not going to be interesting. Like That's, I disagree with speaking, it. It won't be. Speaking of biopics that look good, did you see Rocket Man? Oh, yes. my God. That looks great. The, 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 little, the little scene in there where they feature the Rocket Man lyrics and him walking away from you in that bedazzled jacket, I got chills. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was and and unbelievable. Taron Edgerton is doing his best to sound like Elton John, but obviously no one can sound like Elton John. But no, he does but a really like good he, job. But he's singing the songs. Yes, yes, he's yeah. actually singing so his good. Own thing. It's so good. And you know what's great is that it really seems like there's a level of respect from the filmmakers, the writers, the director, and certainly from Taron Edgerton uh, that that Elton John is actually someone that they. They they laud, you know what I mean. There's a ton of approval there. Well, yeah, not, he's heavily not, involved. No, mm-hmm. I think he's like producing. I, the movie. No, I get that, but like it doesn't seem to me like it's a caricature of Elton John, right? Like, yes. uh, like for instance, like uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle, right? <laughs> yes, the Golden Circle was a caricature, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, and yeah. one that Elton John was obviously involved with because he, you know, it was him. But like, this is a real. It's a really, really big deal. Looks really good. I don't know why I went that high pitched. But that's okay. Um, so moving back to the okay, moving back to the streaming side of a uh, screen to stream, uh, Vince Gillian's Breaking Bad movie is apparently heading to AMC and Netflix. Netflix That's first, from what I hear. Netflix, no, Netflix, Netflix first because it's going to be a Netflix picture, and then AMC secondarily. Okay. Netflix is what kept Breaking Bad on TV, right? People caught Breaking Bad on Netflix, but That's they true. were kind of on the bubble after, after right? season one, right? And 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 Vince Gill, uh, Gilligan, Gillian, G- Gilligan, Gillian. You type Gilligan in here, by the that's way. That's what it. That's how it's spelled, but not how it's pronounced. Uh, that's not how it's spelled. There's no second. So it, it's like this GIF? is what the article has. This dead, it's like uh, date. It's like GIF or this is like deadline. GIF. Deadline has Gilligan. It's how it's it's how it's spelled, but not they do say it uh, several times. Gilligan. It's I think whatever. Brian's right. Carry on. Um, I didn't write the article. I'm just copying and pasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, he is the one credited with saying it was Netflix that saved Breaking Bad, which I yeah. guess to some degree gives some credence to Brian's bullshit. But whatever. But uh, and, and so that <laughs> which bullshit is this? I want to the bullshit know what where I'm you didn't about. finish watching Breaking Bad because you lost interest. Uh, and again, that's right. Uh, you know, uh, you know this. What what Vince uh, Gaffigan, whatever his name is, uh, what <laughs> well, he's is this saying, like Benedict Cumberbatch. Now he it's just right. It's name? right up. Yeah, no, it's right up the same alley as what you were saying. Okay. So because of that, that's why it's going to go on Netflix first and then go to AMC, which, you know, just continued to, to do it. Well, AMC, AMC can't air anything like it, it could be rated R on Netflix and could be yeah, PG-13. Like, or we'll get, TV we'll get the we'll get the PG, we'll get the, the, the yippee Kaye Mother Trucker edit on uh, <laughs> Mother Trucker on, on AMC. It's yippee Kaye Mother Cabbage. <laughs> Is it really? Okay. <laughs> Cabbage. So uh, Vince, uh, Brian Cranston confirmed that the movie was happening, but uh, has not said if he will be involved or seen a script. Aaron Paul is in it, though. So, yay, we got that going for us. Well, so I mean, he he did. I, I'm still really confused about this story. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm excited. I mean, I'll take more Breaking Bad. So, yeah. All right. Let's let's make it's it happen. It's not Breaking Bad, though. It's it's a complete it's a complete like departure from the Breaking Bad well, we, story. We don't, we don't know. This has been shrouded in secrecy. We have right. no idea what it's it is. It's broken bad. It's already been broken. It's So now it's broken bad. Brought, 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 brought bad? Brought returned bad? Brought, I don't know what yeah. the... Bring, bring it on. Bring it Breaking on. Style. Blue Meth Edition. <laughs> we do not have a date for it. Uh, details, are, again, are still closely guarded, but uh, keep, your, uh, keep your eyes out for some, some good news on this. 
All right, continuing with our uh, little bit of streaming here. Uh, remember a few years ago when the Titans? Yes, they they're amazing. Remember a few years ago when we heard that there was going to be an Obi Wan Kenobi movie, huh? and it was going to be pretty cool, and Ewan McGregor is probably going to be involved. Yeah, and probably then be better than happened. the Solo movie, yeah. right? Then Solo happened, and now Disney is going to go. Ooh, I don't think we're going to do a movie anymore. We're going to make a mini series. It'd be better as a series on better Disney Plus, yeah. right on the Disney Plus. Give me six hours yeah. instead of uh, one hour and 45 minutes. Here's my my thing, though. Uh, the only reason I was super excited about an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie was because Ewan McGregor was supposed to be attached to it. I don't Is think Ewan that, McGregor don't going think that to be makes a, a difference. I think I think it does for me for me for buying in. I also don't think that Ewan McGregor is so big that he won't do this Disney Plus series. See, that's that's the thing where I don't know. I don't know if he because this is untested streaming service. Who knows what's going to be on there? Who knows how the if Mandalorian? You can get John Favreau and Pedro Pascal and all the freaking people in the Mandalorian but, 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 on board. But, but those people are okay. really tied into McGregor. the Disney. I mean, well, I guess you McGregor is too. With I think what who? we should do is exhume Alec Guinness. Okay. And just weekend at Bernie's him for the whole fucking I movie. I think he'd be like mostly skeleton by now, right? Well, he's been dead for 19 years, but you Brian, know. Hold on. Uh, Brian, can I get a ruling on what uh, <laughs> what state he would be in, knowing your background a little bit? Wow. That makes it sound like I'm a serial killer. Is uh, Brian in charge of burying bodies or I exhuming may- them? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> have you noticed anyone critical about our podcast hasn't been heard of for a while? I'm just saying. Oh, wow. Way to just blow up my spot there. Um, Brian's murdering people and burying them. He's disappearing people. Yeah, I'm, I'm Breaking Bad right now, Josh. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Look, just with murder. I don't, I don't care at all. Is did you just jaw rule? It's murder. Did you just so? I don't care if uh, 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 Obi Wan is fucking Ewan McGregor or somebody new. Frankly, I think we could do with a new story, um, especially if it's one of. Uh, you know, the time before Qui-Gon Jinn or or just the beginning of that relationship. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see this shit. I want to, like, could we just yeah, redo I, the Phantom Menace? Oh, God. You're, no. No. You're going you're gonna to see the shit between episode three and episode four. And wasn't that called, CJ, wasn't, the, wait, wasn't that called Rogue when he, One? When he became, I, uh, I, don't, I haven't heard Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi in a long time. My name is Ben. <laughs> Like, CJ, to 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 help your concerns, I would think being as you and McGregor on several occasions has said he wants to play Obi Wan Kenobi again, has actually used lent his voice to a line in Force Awakens as Obi Wan Kenobi. He's not that big. If, right, not that again, big I, I, if he, if he, I'm thinking different. My, go ahead, go ahead, finish. Let finish, me finish, finish my effing finish. point. If he really wants to do it that bad, Disney's going to say, "Here's the sandbox. Either play with it or, or go home." Yeah, and, and and that's the thing. He'll he, be he does have do the option to go home, and I don't know. I, I don't, and obviously I have no idea. He won't go home. His career is not that sense. great. Do you know how well tra- Train Spotting Two did? But you, this, not you well. McGregor's not hurting for money. All right, the guy hasn't worked. He's 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 okay. I don't think he's that hurt for money. Has he, he invested wisely? <laughs> you want you know he could have. That's he the real spent question. All his money on hookers and blow. Who knows, right? <laughs> I mean, between the money he's made with transporting and the three Star Wars movies, he he's, he's paid. Gotta he's have a obviously nice paid good sum. money to have Brian dispose of those bodies. So That's I mean, right. like, who knows? That's right. And we're completely forgetting real big fish and that Gattaca thing. Was and and you know why you're forgetting about that? First off. 
off. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First off, he wasn't Not in Gattaca, Gattaca, but it was a movie like Gattaca. The, oh, the island. He was in the island. The island. The island. The island. The island is not a bad movie. Yeah, I at just all. said it was like Gattaca. That's all I'm saying. But you know what? I will say all the people who have been very critical of Christopher Robin, you're not really hearing <laughs> much from anymore. Just I, listen. Here's here's where I'll turn to to you, listener. I want to know whether you think Ewan McGregor is going to return for a miniseries versus the 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 sold uh, movie project. Is that you think a tipping point for him to come to Disney Plus? And here's the other part too. Uh, we don't know how the I, I we obviously don't know which is coming out first, but I, I would think the Mandalorian is going to come out before Obi Wan Kenobi. And the question is it's supposed to be launching with. But Disney let's Plus. say the Mandalorian is not well received. The, Does that the Mandalorian is the Boba Fett story though, right? Like, yeah, it's 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 Ask. a Mandalorian story. And let's be very very upfront: the Mandalorian is going to do just fine. It's a Star Wars property. Everybody who freaking hates on The Last Jedi still bought a Blu-ray copy oh, of it. Oh, goddamn it's right. Star it's Star Wars. Wars and so, you have to watch so it. So it's, it's going to do fine. It's the thing that Josh said with Batman vs. Superman. The Warner Brothers could have just shown a black screen for two yep. hours. We still would have right? it, it wouldn't even matter what happened in the story. Doesn't matter uh, whether or not her name was Martha. God damn it. Speaking of not mattering what the story is or what her name was, uh, Chris Hemsworth is going to be playing Hulk Hogan in a biopic directed yes. by Todd Phillips. Yes. This 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 headline has so many things. Chris Hemsworth, Hulk Hogan, biopic, Todd Phillips. This was, so this was like – this was sent to me simultaneously by you two dudes and, and by Laura. Um, Laura is super excited about Chris Hemsworth being a uh, real American. <laughs> right. Hell yeah, so, brother. Todd Phillips and Scott Silver, they're the team that is doing the Joker movie right now with Joaquin Phoenix. I got to tell you, when Hogan went away and became Hollywood Hogan in the WCW, and then years later came back to the WWE and emerged to the tune of I Am a Real American. I shed a tear. Dun, 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 Dude, that tune is childhood for me. And it yeah, comes crashing down. It hurts inside. Dun, 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 That's right. So good. Uh, when I showed this to my wife, who is my wife, who is not only a huge my wife, <laughs> who's not only a huge wrestling fan, but also a huge fan of Chris Hemsworth, uh, I think there was a shriek that was produced that was probably heard by all dolphins and dogs in the world, right? I think those were the two frequencies. It looks really good. All right, and finally, when it comes to streaming, uh, there is just listen. I got I got to be honest. This is one of the best trailers I've seen. In, in quite a bit of time, uh, the Twilight Zone reboot got an amazing trailer showing a variety of stories that they're going to be doing as well as a slew of actors that are, are signed on for the show. It looks really good, and it, I can't wait to watch the show until I remember that it was on CBS All Access. And I asked the question. I, f- I even f- threw it into our uh, conversation with between Josh and Brian and I going, oh, my God, am I going to get CBS All Access? To which Josh replied, no, you're not. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm no, you're not. not. I'm going to yeah. figure out a way to watch this without CBS All Access. For sure not. Yeah, you'll figure out a way. I um, It looks really good, though. I mean, like, it legitimately looks really good. <sighs> so this is one of those that I'm not going to watch on principle. Didn't even bother really? watching the trailer. No, it's just – I'm not a fan of the genre. Like, I just don't like it. I don't. I don't like the constant feeling of dread about what's happening soon. 
right? And I like I've seen episodes of the Twilight Zone when I was a child, and they've scarred me for life. Okay, and it's that knowing that everything's about to go wrong, I just can't fucking handle. Do you just walk around life with this sensory deprivation of three thousand? Like I don't know how you get around. Look, I try to create an environment for not. I mean, obviously for myself, yes, but like. My children, my family, and all the people I love, including you boys, where I'm showing you what's possible in the future. I try to paint a picture of what we can achieve. And I feel like the Twilight Zone, on principle, is destroying everything that could possibly be good with everything that could possibly go wrong. But don't you think maybe the message is, hey, appreciate the stuff that is going good? And like, no, feed it the message is, here's everything that can go wrong. Because that's what they're showing. But it's normally like a guy gets like, I wish I was all alone in the world. They're like, guess what? Now you're all alone. You're like, I don't like this. Well, I I, should appreciate the people around me. I don't. I'm not taking a silver lining. Oh, Brian, am I crazy here? No, you just never watch Black Mirror. This is exactly what I like about Black Mirror. Obviously, I'm not going to watch that stuff. (laughs) Look, I try to keep things pretty positive, and I try to paint a picture of what is possible in the future. Here's what I say. I think Brian brought up the good point, right? Oh, don't watch Black Mirror. I think that the resurgence of how popular Black Mirror has been has really lent itself to let's bring the Twilight Zone back. However, Jordan Peele looks like he can do no wrong right now. Jordan Peele is demonstrating his prowess as a director and writer in this genre. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the trailer trailer for Us, us, but it is fucking terrifying. terrifying. I can't can't see the movie. I'm I'm never going to be able to watch that movie because the trailer terrified me. Both my children covering their eyes and ears in the theater while it's playing because it is terrifying. What movie did they see that that trailer yeah, played it, before? It was, I don't think they're playing that before Lego Movie 2, Josh. It was a PG-13 movie. And they showed this rated R trailer. Uh, what movie? Okay. I don't know. Something you, you I fell had. asleep. I got it. Okay. Tell okay. us who we could judge you. Yeah, something I fucking made a bad parental... <laughs> decision and let them watch <laughs> oh, all right uh so let's talk a little bit about the 90s and how it's basically just coming back in movies and film right now so nickelodeon is reviving 90s classic shows are you afraid of the dark all never that in spongebob squarepants spinoffs never saw all that love spongebob oh spinoff so is what this spin- so like sandy's gonna get her own show now no no like maybe mr Krabs. hard maybe no. the guy who goes my leg you know maybe Listen. he'll have Something. Who knows? I want a show about Gary. <laughs> Just Gary. all Gary. Gare Bear! I really don't care about Are You Afraid of the Dark <gasps> Dude, or I all that. I loved Are You Afraid of the Dark, and I think all that would be nah. really welcome right I don't now. even know what those other two shows are, but like a spinoff of them makes all more that sense was than a, All that was Nickelodeon's version of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Just in the middle of the day and with children. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. It's where it's like you Thompson can't do that on from. television, but with sketch comedy? Yeah, Amanda Bynes got her start there. Kenan Thompson got his start there. A couple other people. Right, and we, we will forever have to saddle ourselves with those memories. <laughs> Hey, if it wasn't for that, I would have gotten what? She's the man. She's the man's a great movie. It does not require Amanda Bynes. So it took Keenan Thompson this role to get him to fix it. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Because he did. At one point, he fixed it. Yeah. He somehow yeah, fixed it. When he woke it up in the morning, the headlines read it's fixed. Yep. Okay. 
But Are You Afraid of the Dark, I think, is going to be a really good show to come back. It's going to be a mini series, so it's not like a whole season or anything. It's going to debut in October. I think it's going to be great. They're also doing a movie of Are You Afraid of the Dark? So it's going to have a movie and a miniseries. Uh, I'm very excited for these two things. I just, you know, but again, 90s going back. So listen, let's just talk about the most 90s story that's ever 90s in the history of 90s. Space Jam 2 has not only been confirmed, we have a release date. And uh, LeBron James is definitely doing this this movie. And listen, if you're going to have... Product placement, the sequel. If you're going to have someone take over from Michael Jordan, it's got to be LeBron James. So. Well, let's let's uh, let's take a good 20 to 25% off of their big shooter. Um, uh, it's going to uh, debut at this point, uh, July 16th, 2021. Good good date. Good date to, good to date. air... Good air day. this piece of shit. Um, air is going to release in theaters. Yeah, that's Josh. what I mean. Uh, I look. I never saw the first one. I, I know that's sacrilege. No, it's not. It's that was definitely not during your time, right? It it certainly it was, wasn't, Josh. It was nineties. As much as I love the movie, it was nineties. It was a giant nineties oh, yes. commercial. It was right. product placement out the yeah. wall, and that's what this is going to be. Yeah, it's going to be the same thing. And it's gonna be it's gonna be worse than uh, Hyundai in the show Leverage. I did not see Leverage. Leverage, mainly because I guess it's one product placement. So it is, but Here, Leverage was amazing. Here's Timothy the thing. Hutton this, was very good. Uh, we, there's a lot of people right now with uh, some of the '90s and '80s nostalgia being you know brought back up again and rebooted that people are just like losing their mind. No one's childhood should be attached to Space Jam. Like it's Dude, perfectly no, but fine. But the the reason the reason that all this 90s nostalgia is happening is because that people that grew up in the 90s are now the wealthy people in the world. No one can have been out of shape about this. It's Space Jam. It was a dumb goofy movie. Just remake it. It's fine. I don't know, man. I think there are there are there I think there are, there are a lot of people that are very emotionally connected to Space Jam. Every 20 years, every 20 years reboot Space Jam. It's fine. You're not rebooting it. They're making a sequel first and foremost. I'm and saying secondly, reboot it. I'm I, saying CJ, press the button every 20 years. I just need you to come on and slam. <laughs> No. And welcome to no, the jam. No. I don't want to. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. <laughs> Got a real jam going Brian down. Welcome work, to the space the jam. Work. <laughs> this is your chance. Do your dance at the space oh, jam. Holy shit. Jesus. All right. Oh, you've got all the lyrics. Wave your hands in the air <laughs> if oh you're God. feeling fine. We're going to take it into overtime. Welcome to the Space Jam. He's like, this is where Brian has decided to plant his flag. Yeah, he's he's like, on fucking Space Jam. I will die Jam. on this hill. This is the, the <laughs> hill I will die on. Right here, right now. Space Jam. He went New Englander too, did he? Yeah, he did. He Guess went to era, and let's era. watch this movie. I'm going to die watching this new movie. There is no reason I cannot have a carrot. <laughs> Damn you, LeBron James. There are two, uh, two roles that are the epitome of a man's career. Oh, really? Two. And I will say okay. that Space Jam and Zombieland are Bill Murray. <laughs> no. Wow. No, no. I cite, I cite. We're, we're going to throw Charlie's out Ghostbusters. Angels. I cite Charlie's Angels. We're going to throw out Ghostbusters and Groundhog Day. Was Bosley. Right? As Bosley. That's what we're. there. We're earmarking that because if you're not even going to mention fucking Caddyshack or Scrooged, right. then I'm we're bringing up Charlie's Angels. Lost in translation, obviously, right? How is that not on your top Bill Murray list? Yeah, The Life Aquatic. What are you doing oh, over there? God. Ooh, that movie. Anyway. Right. Ugh. 
think I just threw up. I think you get in. I got heartburn now just hearing that movie. Got a little agita <laughs> over there. All right, Josh. Here's the thing, right? It, it was. It's clearly a kids' movie, right? It's it's just meant to for bright, shiny colors and objects and people screaming. Not things. anymore. I better see some. Uh... Yeah, but my kids haven't seen Space Jam, and no, no children that I know. The only people that I know that have seen Space Jam are parents of people. Right, right, right. So my question is, are they gonna see Space Jam too? No, the '90s kids are. We're all thirty. So have Bugs Bunny say fuck for once. Come on. Just one time. All right, so mark your calendars for July 16th, 2021, and uh, go see LeBron James, uh, Lola Bunny, and Bugs Bunny. Yeah, I mean, that's going to gonna be a thing. So now that we're done talking about the world of TV and movies, let us turn our attention to the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV, see how it's affecting movies, but mostly, how is it affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! Brie Larson has signed allegedly a seven-picture deal with but Marvel Studios. I'm not that interested in Captain Marvel to begin with. I have a feeling that after March 8th, you will be very interested in Captain Marvel. Oh Well, I hope you're right, because I have not highly enjoyed any one of the trailers or TV spots. Not yet. I don't think all the Avengers are going to make it through Endgame, if any of them make it. She's the new face of Marvel once Iron Man is oh gone. Oh, my God. That's why she's in seven pictures. She is going to be the leader of the Avengers, so so she's going to have three movies of her own, I'm guessing, at least two or three Avengers movies, which they'll probably dub the new Avengers, which will probably be her and Spider-Man and some other stuff, and then probably some cameos here and there. My real issue is that we don't know, like, we have no inclination what the Captain Marvel property actually means. But we do know that the fucking Avengers formula is pristine. So hold on. You're you're jumping the gun way too quickly to say. To Why? Say Here's what I'll say. Before Iron before Man was, re- we, before before, Iron Man was before released. Before we debut one movie, we're going to sign her before, to seven? Before Iron Man I'm was released. I'm jumping rele- the gun? Shut up. Before <laughs> Iron Man was released. And all we saw was a trailer and we heard the name Robert Downey Jr., if you would have told us that he signed a seven-movie deal with Marvel, you would have thought they were fucking bananas. Oh, my God. You're going to throw your money away. We haven't seen the movie yet, so we can't say this is That's crazy. not even the difference. The difference is, to Josh's point, they did not sign Robert Downey Jr. on for seven no. movies. They signed him on for right. one with the option of two more if right. the movie was successful. But, but now we know this works. But now we know this works. I don't know why no, this is No, we crazy. don't know that this works. We don't know that Captain Marvel works. Josh, it, it, it's, it's going to work. work. It, it may not work. I'm going to tell you right now, it may not work for you, but it's going to work as she a whole. Ain't, look, she ain't going to be Iron Man. Um, no, listen, no one's going to replace Iron Man. But the fact of the matter is, he's not going to, he's not making it out of Endgame. No, and you're prop, no, he has to die, right? And and probably Cap has to too, which I don't fucking want. We're going to cry in April, and that's oh, okay. it's going to be ugly we'll, crying. We're going to cry and hug each yep. other. It's fine. Super ugly crying from me. I'm I'm fine with the ugly cries. I will. But how does how does Captain Marvel sight unseen become the face of Marvel Pictures? I don't fucking understand it, and I don't think there's any credence but there. Why? Here's a here's the thing I don't understand. Why is it not Black Panther? CJ. Well, that that was the next. Why is it not Spider Man? Who is it supposed to be? Well, Spider Man because of your so- it's not going to be because Spider-Man. of your Sony problem. That's why not Spider Man. 
And and we don't know if she's going to be the face. She's going to be in seven movies. I, I don't see why this you is ridiculous. You just said face of Marvel. I did not. I, I guessed. I guessed Ryan it. said face of Marvel. I didn't say that. I'm just saying we know this formula works. We know there's going to be seven movies that are probably already planned out. She's going to be in them. Why is this a surprise? Uh, because we have no idea. I'm sure, whether- I'm sure the, the actor who plays Black Panther has the same deal. And not only that, but like, how do we know that Carol Danvers is the right Captain Marvel? How do we like, where's Marvel in all this? Dude Law is supposed to be playing Marvel. Fine. But like, why don't we have like, how do we know that Carol Danvers is the right I just seven movies because uh, hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hey, I feel like this very, very minute article is now completely out of proportion. B. No, I'm angry about it. Seven movies. B. Carol Danvers is is absolutely the right choice because in the comic book, we've had three Captain Marvels. Before Carol, and Carol's the only one, only one that stuck around besides the original Captain. It's Marvel. like arguing about it, which Green Lantern is the right one, just because Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan clearly. Hal, why the hell would you even bring that? Hal up? Jordan is the one we all know and love, right? No, Hal Jordan is Green Fair. Lantern. Don't oh, you see, dare. Okay, don't. So don't. No, no. Just don't. But now you're getting a little bit of what I'm getting at, saying why is this the right choice? Especially when it's a character that really nobody is feels very strong because no one. Oh my god! I'm going to start flipping a desk soon. There is not enough women representation in the Marvel universe. No, I agree with that aspect, right? And I, I, and I, and I think, and I do think that Brie Larson is the right woman to play this character. But don't I, I look? I really do. And as a matter of fact, uh, there have been. Probably no fewer than three cast this segments where both you and I have put Brie Larson in a role. We both feel very strongly about this woman as a superior actress and certainly able to pull this off in spades. You and I both feel very strongly about the lack of positive female comic book role models and characters on the big and small screen. And we both like Captain Marvel. My problem is seven fucking movies to to everybody's credit. I just guessed a bunch of stuff. No, like five of those roles could be 10 minute cameos. Listen, um, less than a year ago, um, some asshole snapped his fingers and we all were devastated. And now I have to deal with the aftermath of that right. and the potential recreation of the heroes as a team that I've grown to love over the past, what is it? 13 years. So is this just a thing of you're resistant to change and you don't want this? Story I'm to saying end? I don't want to commit to seven movies on a character. I haven't seen yet. This is okay. All right. I was with you until you, you went right back to where we were. All right. I look, I don't want, I don't want to replace right now. I think you love, I think you're reading, I think I think Brian influenced your opinion on the the face of Marvel thing way too much. Yes, of course, Brian Brian influenced my opinion as Brian tends to do. And I think you're reading into into this article way too. And much. maybe I'm reading into the article way too much. But when it says someone signed a seven picture deal, and we're talking about the the potential death of two characters that I absolutely love. I'm not I'm not saying Brie Larson is no good, nor am I saying she can't do it, nor am I saying Captain Marvel isn't a good character. What I'm saying is 
this is the first appearance of this character. And before the first appearance, there's a seven movie deal for this character, which would be the same thing as saying we signed a seven movie deal for Green Lantern. That is the exact same thing. Well, obviously, this is a highly contested topic between the three of us. And I'm curious to hear where you land on it, listener. Oh, what do you think about, about the uh, the seven, the, the number seven? Apparently, I'm a hot little potato. For, I can about tell. this topic. You know what, Josh? You know what I, I I could do to kind of maybe ease your ease your path a little bit, ease your mind, talk about stuff you like. Let's turn our attention to my favorite hobby, which is to go around the internet, find the weird, find the obscure, and then I ask these two gentlemen for a tech perspective. Now, Josh, you put this into the the show notes. However, I was also already interested in this topic beforehand, so we found it together. Yay! Yay. So Tesla introduced <laughs> a uh, <laughs> really. I'm like halfway through the. <laughs> I've got a family I need to get back to. It. That's just my favorite part of every week. I swear to God. Take perspective. So Tesla introduced a temperature-regulating dog mode uh, that will uh, alert passerbys that the dog are safe with him because a Tesla makes no sound the, when it's on. The most hilarious thing in my mind is, like, I, like for me, I would want, like, the voice of Leonard Nimoy telling passersby that the dogs contained within <laughs> are perfectly safe. Right? Or, like... Maybe not Leonard Nimoy. Maybe like Alan Rickman. Maybe Alan fucking Morgan Freeman. I want Morgan Freeman telling everyone that walks by my car that these dogs are in a temperature controlled environment and are perfectly safe. And you should fuck yourself as you walk off. Exactly those words. And and that is the reason that I love this article so much is that like. That's the thing is that I should I should be able to tell you that I can afford to keep my dogs in a temperature controlled environment and you peasant should fuck the fuck <laughs> off as you pass my vehicle in the Costco parking. Not only am I superior to you because I drive an electric vehicle. That's right. But my canines are in a pristine condition. Not right only now. will you not hear me coming as I mow you down. But I can plug in at any of the Whole Foods parking lots available in the United States, and you cannot. And whilst I plug in, my dogs will be kept at a more comfortable temperature than your children. Are you telling me when it says parking for green vehicles, I'm not supposed to park there because my car is actually green? (laughs) That's true. You should not take advantage of those parking spots. It's It's like me going... Can I consider a nine-year-old a small child? <laughs> right, exactly. Correct. <laughs> they, or no, no, they can need I a kid's a, meal, right? They I need, mean, she is small. Kid, she has small right. hands and tiny feet. More importantly, please don't use this mode for the dogs for your children. <laughs> That's kind of the bigger story. But don't no, walk into think, Walmart look, and be like, I'm putting dog mode are you, on. Are you, saying, are you saying what's good for my dogs is not good for my children, CJ? That's exactly what I'm saying. I got to tell you, if my car keeps the temperature at 70 degrees when it's 100 outside, that's just good enough for my children. They can stay in there all day. And I'll have Alan Rickman or Morgan Freeman tell everybody who walks by to fuck off. Kindly fuck yourself. 
My car is superior. Uh, since we're talking about this uh, ridiculous part of technology in cars, let's just let's just bump it up to the extreme. Let's just sh- like Fast and Furious nine shifts up to the weirdest story I read. Emoji license plates will soon be coming to Queensland, Australia. So basically, the premise is, and I love the tagline here. Did you get the emoji of the car that hit you? I, what I like about this is that they included pictures of uh, clever. Uh, clever license plates with like a winky face or like the sunglasses. I got to tell you, my license plate would be alternating eggplants and squirts. And that's it. It'd be the whole license plate. I think you get one emoji. Think eggplant, one emoji. Squirt, eggplant squirt, eggplant squirt, eggplant squirt, no, wink, winky no, face, no, winky no. face. Oh, you know what? As a matter of fact, it wouldn't be that. It would be eggplant squirt. Thumbs up, eggplant squirt, and then the emoji that's like the one that's the guy's like, like that. All right, so here's here's the deal. Drivers uh, who do this can only use one emoji, right? And you only get to pick from five emoji, which is the face of uh, the face with tears of joy, the sunglass emoji, the winking emoji, the smiley emoji, and the hard eyes emoji. No eggplants, no peaches, Josh. CJ, I have like 500 emojis on my phone. Right. Yeah. Like, I want to put. You know what? I I just want to put a bunch of the Korean blue blocks. Right. Okay. Yeah. And just those. Right. And I'm sure it say something, but nothing that I can discern or translate. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. So starting March first, if you live in, uh, Brian has no opinion. Uh, Brian has Brian zero opinion has on this. no nope. opinion on this topic whatsoever. He has to look around for any fucks. He's like, huh, <laughs> I can't find a single. He's like, there's not even emoji I like. I don't even LOL at people. But Brian, so- here's something that you probably will get a kick out of. Um, the the president of uh, 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 the president of Nintendo of America is has stepped down, and uh, we have a, a new president for uh, Nintendo America, and it's of course uh, Bowser. Yes, Bowser has worked for Nintendo for a while. For many many years, and for those of you who are going, in fact, Wait I'm a pretty minute. sure we talked about Bowser on this show. I think we did a while so, ago. For those of you who are picturing the uh, mm, villain, I really for, would have preferred King Koopa here. Guys, I, 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 I agree. But <laughs> Doug Bowser, who has been working for Nintendo for many years, uh, is now there. However, holy he, shit, his name is Bowser. His name is, his Doug, name is Bowser. Doug Bowser. I'm not kidding you. Uh, he put what about out, the tweet with the Mario and Luigi tied? He put together. up a wonderful tweet that says, "Thank you for the warm welcome." And in the background is a picture of Mario and Luigi tied together with a GameCube remote. I think it's just great. Uh, however, the person who won Twitter in this regard uh, put out a, a great tweet. He goes, "All right, it's the first day of knowing that Nintendo of America's new president is Doug Bowser, and the jokes are old already." All right. Also, it's not funny for the North American employees who now have to search the buildings for stars to unlock his office door when they need to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> that guy won. That was, that's good. Oh, that's super really good. great, super great friend. Man, you if you had to find a bunch of stars to get into a meeting with saying, me, man. you need like sixty-four be, stars for that too. That'd be. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, Mario sixty-four level right? stars. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's a lot of stars. You're talking about like. Really completing the circuit. But I'll say this, though. This guy is – his last name 100% on brand. This is exactly what he would want. The the mental image alone of Bowser, the you know the villain for Mario taking over Nintendo America, really funny. But I, the guy's got a good sense of humor about this as well. So, Well, yeah. I mean you, you if your name was Bowser and you worked for Nintendo, you'd have to have a sense of humor. <laughs> yep. Or die. I have no other thoughts. Sorry. Right. <laughs> 
I don't have anything funny to say about this. It's all been said already. He has, CJ, he's interrupted you with his modem noises <laughs> and has Nothing not delivered any all. other That is legitimately whatsoever. the only uh, input <laughs> I have. For the your only record. contribution today has been your modem noise. Wonderful. Not today. I've talked a lot. No, no, no. The tech perspective today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, this is a topic that you threw into the show notes, which I just, I just, I love this headline. Nike's Android app is breaking, is bricking its $350 Bluetooth shoes. I look, I didn't even know Bluetooth shoes existed. They self lace, Brian. These are, these are self, they're self lacing shoes. And Mm -hmm. and it's essentially, we were going to cover these shoes when they got released. We're like, nah, who cares? But now they're funny. No, we, we talked about them briefly and we said, this is ridiculous. Right. Right. Um, and then I read a bit more about the technology itself. So imagine you've got a pair of loafers, but they're not loafers. They're sneakers slip Uh on in that way. Right. Yes. But once you slip them on, you open up an app on your phone and you adjust them to tighten around your foot. That's pretty dope. Just sure. Just as technology, that's pretty bad. I wish it would just do it without me having to get my phone involved. Uh, all right. Well, that's a little crazy talk, but I just know, want to press a button and someday. Some, right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you can set a preference and just saying, that just, there the should app. be a button to press. I don't need. I'm sure there's a button in the app. It's not okay. going to be tactile, tactile because it's on your phone, your iPhone, though, because if you have an Android and you updated the firmware, you just fucking bricked your shoes. <laughs> How Android do you brick your shoes? <laughs> Good job, though. Seriously. Now Nike is addressing it, and Nike is going to fix all of the shoes that Android bricked. Whoa, Josh, you got to remember, it's an open source ecosystem, oh, so yes. it's so much uh, better than, than your clothes protected super one. Super better. I do want to point out that the stock photo of this shoe is with an iPhone ten. Yes, it because is. Because it's been clearly developed for iOS. Wait a minute. You have a, to charge superior, your shoe. Superior operating system. You have to charge your shoe. That's fine. It's probably got a really long. <laughs> oh man, are you sure about that? Look, I'd like I, you to I, test I, that, look, please. So I talked. So uh, I got a, I got a good buddy that was. Um, he worked for Nike for a bunch of years, but like, not like worked for Nike, but like ran their Las Vegas flagship guy, right? So right. like, worked for Nike, Nike, like worked for them. This dude owns more pairs of Nike sneakers than I've anybody I've ever met in my entire life, and I, I'm like, hey, buddy. So these uh, Adapt BBs, you spending three fifty on those? And he's like, not even with my discount, not, <laughs> not yet. He, he and and he was like, honestly, they look badass. I think he's a little put off by the lights on them. Right, they do have lights on. Um, Didn't uh, that's also the selling point for me. No, 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 no. Remember when you were a kid and you had those like light up yes, heels? When you were a kid, um, I should not have lights on their shoes. Fuck that! I'm getting light up <laughs> shoes. <sighs> All right. Hey, wasn't Nike also just in the news for like ripping during a Duke game? Like, oh my knee? god, dude, that was brutal. The dude like fell apart. Nike's not no, having so, a good week. So he blew out. Is a Paul George, um, uh, the Paul George design shoe. I don't know the model number, but it was a Paul George shoe. Um, blew out the left shoe, which caused like a right meniscus issue. Um, to, to like, uh. Let's call him one of the five most popular players in in NCAA, uh, who now 
won't have to play the rest of this year and will still be eligible for the <laughs> NBA draft next year because of the one-and-done rule. Fuck off. Dude. But, like, you're absolutely right. A shoe completely blew out. It was not a self-lacing shoe. Right. I'm very interested in this shoe. And if any of the listeners <laughs> happen to have a Nike friends and family discount, I'm saying your boy might appreciate a coat. That's all. <laughs> all right. Uh, and obviously, there's a couple ways to get a hold of us. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Or if you like to, you can call or text 484-373-4119, and we will read your comments on the air. Uh, listen, listener, thank you so much for coming along with us, but I have a favor. I need you to do something. I need you to share this episode with a friend because sharing is the ultimate internet currency, and we thank you for your donation. Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will see you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are back on a nerd. We should start a podcast called The Meltons on Melting where we just review things that melt. I got to tell you, I feel like it'd be a lot of talk about cheese. That and wax. Cheese a lot and of candles. Cheese. cheese and candles. Maybe plastic and wax, yes. That sounds like a YouTube show, guys. You can melt anything. It's a visual medium. This is a great channel. Uh, frequent listener, Ellen Paul, she's got all kinds of Tupperware, and I think Tupperware would melt like fucking crazy. I, I guarantee you would, and, and that is not based on past experience. We should melt some of that stupid. Tupperware. We should melt all of the Tupperware. Melton's on Melton. Check us out on YouTube.thatkindofnerd.com. <laughs> <sighs> all right. I don't know how we're... Well, I don't know what the segment the rails. is. If you want to see some melting Tupperware, what check out it? the Melton's on Melton. Do you think it makes a sad sound like when it collapses on itself? Because I want to hear... Like, it, Do you think it sh- shrieks? <laughs> Like that. I think yeah. Tupperware suffers in silence. I hope. I hope that the bigger the Tupperware gets, the louder the shriek when it melts down on itself. <laughs> okay, now I don't need to hear CJ's sounds that he makes in bed. Excuse me. He's over there. The sound I make in bed. Squawking. Squawk. <laughs> don't show us your O face, please. <laughs> Oh, the and the glavin. You must end with a lizard. I don't know why. Makes the ladies happy. Let us turn our attention to. <laughs> I was going to segue and I couldn't. Secondarily, it's a fun way to insert an unnecessary uh, syllable into a <laughs> word. Mm, indeed. But I'm not afraid of the dark anymore, so this show is lost. Well, sir. You don't know what goes bumping at night. I, I do. Normally, it's usually me. my yeah. it's usually my HVAC. Uh, no, it's normally system. me, just making sure you're sleeping okay. You were on your left side the other night. I couldn't take that. You know, you're first off. I was yeah. on my left side. You fucking you creeper. Secondly, you know where the bodies are buried. I got to keep an eye on you. You've got the wide eyed look right now, which makes what you're saying even more <sighs> CJ creepy. CJ permanently going. Oh, I'm you just gotta be careful that you that left side, man. Your arm was getting numb. <laughs> It, my arm did get numb. How do you know these things? <laughs> Is my fiance like texting no, me my dude, sleep No, dude, when cycle? you turn over, he rubs your arm. Mm, keep it keep it warm, dude. I gotta, get out, I gotta get out all the pins and the needles. <laughs> you can't sleep on two pillows like that, Brian. You're not on the right angle. I do have two pillows. Knock your shit off. <laughs> What is with this? I am scared. And now, are you afraid of the dark? I'm afraid of you. You're welcome.